Welcome back to the Let's Be Friends podcast. This is your host, Kara. This episode is all about Playboy and all the different mysteries surrounding the infamous publication and White Rabbit. There's so many different things to look at when it comes to Playboy, and we're going to take a look at all of those angles. We're going to look into the over-sexualization of women and how that actually was under the guise of female liberation and how it really led to the over-sexualization of children, leading to pedophiles and the way that children are viewed today. It leads to honeypots in the CIA, child trafficking, Operation Babylift, Occult Magic, what happened to the different playmates, was MKUltra a factor in Playboy, why are all the playmates blonde, boisterous, bimbos, what are the different conspiracies about Playboy, are there really tunnels under the mansion leading to the Getty and a couple celebrities' houses in the neighborhood, and what does it really mean to follow the White Rabbit? Let's take a look at the big honcho of Playboy, Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner was the founder of Playboy and probably the handler of all the Playmates. He died in 2017 at the age of 91, and he left behind a muddled legacy. It wavered between a sexual icon and an alleged abuser, which is really interesting when you think about what Playboy stood for and being like a sexual magazine, a sexual liberation thing, but then you look into it and the top dog, Hugh Hefner, was literally alleged as an abuser by many women, and we're going to talk about that. He died just before the explosion of the Me Too movement, and many critics have said that he kind of skirted the inevitable reckoning that would have come to him otherwise there was a documentary called The Secrets of Playboy that A&E put out that really exposed the underbelly of Playboy and Hugh Hefner. Hefner started Playboy magazine in 1953 when he was only 27 years old. During the planned sexual revolution of the 1960s, and Playboy was hailed as a trailblazing force. And I say the planned sexual revolution of the 1960s because this really was a piece of the counterculture movement. And we know that the over-sexualization of women and the over-sexualization of children really started during that time as part of the breakdown of the individual morals. It's very obvious that Playboy was an important piece of the counterculture movement when you take a look at the different types of concepts that the publication pushed, not just the sexualization of women, but Hugh Hefner championed abortion, LGBTQ rights, and he gave a platform to a lot of notable black writers and activists, including Malcolm X, James Baldwin, which really helped move forward the race agenda, which was also another integral piece of the counterculture movement. The magazine was facing a lot of scrutiny over the last few years, and it kind of has come back with a gender fluidity kind of initiative and comeback. And this is happening with Cardi B as the creative editor. And then we also saw that Bad Bunny came out as uh, he's he dresses in drag. He's very gender fluid. And he was the cover of the first digital Playboy. And this is all part of their rebrand. Of course, The Secrets of Playboy wasn't the first time we heard that Hugh Hefner was a creep and he was an abuser. 
it was kind of like something that we all sort of knew about because the playmates had been talking about it. Like there's always been stories throughout time. Let's talk about what some of his girlfriends said that life was like at the mansion. They said that it was cult-like. Hugh's former girlfriend, um, Holly Madison, from the Girls Next Door TV series, literally described the mansion as cult-like. She recalls being drawn in by the promise of sorority and family, but also claimed that everybody in the mansion was photographed and videotaped without their consent, particularly in the bedroom. According to Sonda Theodore, who is Hugh Hefner's girlfriend from 1976 to 1981, Hefner had tapes on everyone that he used as collateral. This will tie in to how the CIA also used Playboy and how they were a honeypot. But to use the Playmates as the bait for the honeypot, he literally, he had to take collateral on them. And it's disgusting that he had video cameras all over the entire mansion and the girls were watched all the time. In the 2000s, Madison and other Playmates say that they were pressed to get plastic surgery to look like each other suggesting that the bleached blonde conformity added to Hefner's grand illusions of control. Madison also claimed that Hefner was fascinated by Charles Manson and owned archival footage of the Manson family. Not a surprise, because Hugh Hefner would have been very similar to Charles Manson. Both of them would have been handling the people around them, kind of the ringleader of their groups. And Holly Madison coming out and saying that the girls were really pushed to get plastic surgery in the 2000s also fits the agenda of what women look like now, where they're literally, it's like the Barbie came out, I don't know, in the 1950s or something, probably, I don't know, I don't have that information in front of me, but think about it, Barbie comes out, Barbie has such big breasts that if she was a real person, she'd fall over, she'd have major back problems. Barbie um, had makeup on all the time and had a really skinny waist. It's kind of like the Kardashians look now. And the Playboys, because plastic surgery and breast implants, butt implants, cheek implants, Botox, all those things is a pushed agenda. The Playboy Mansion had cleanup crews. And (laughs) it's so weird. Like, I'm laughing saying this, but these cleanup crews allegedly hid the darker sides of Playboy life. It reminds me of a fixer. Like the movie Michael Clayton, where George Clooney is that lawyer for a big company that when there's a problem, he goes and fixes it. Well, the Playboy Mansion, they had cleanup crews. And according to the Annie docuseries, scandals in the mansion and at Playboy clubs were routinely covered up by Playboy security and bunny mothers. So bunny mothers were women, often former bunnies themselves, who managed the bunnies at the clubs aka handlers okay like you know like the mama hen well they had like the bunny mothers and they were the cleanup crews that the fixers for whatever happened because a lot of scandals were going on in 1975 playboy featured a now infamous set of photos shot by gary gross no joke this guy's name is gary gross in a series titled sugar and spice Brooke Shields appeared naked, sitting and standing in a bathtub covered in oil and a full face of makeup. She was 10 years old. The photo shoot was part of Gross's work for a larger project publication called The Woman in the Child, in which he wanted to reveal the femininity of prepubescent girls by comparing them to adult women. Guess who his partner in the project was? Playboy Press. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely horrific. Brooke Shields... 
Her entire career started out as her posing in the sugar and spice um, photo shoot for this Gary Gross photographer where she's, she, you guys, it's, it's like, it's disgusting. If you're enjoying the episode and you want to hear the rest, head on over to the Let's Be Friends podcast website and sign up for the friendship membership. You get around 25 episodes just upon signing up and you get access to this episode or you can download it individually in the store on the website. In this episode, I look into the many roles Playboy has played sculpting and over-sexualizing society today. I discuss the dark, hidden history of Playboy and the not-so-secret life of bunny handler Hugh Hefner. Learn about Operation Baby Lift, should it have been called Baby Snatch? Are there really tunnels underneath the Playboy Mansion? Does the grotto lead to them? Find out all of this and more at letsbefriendspodcast.com. Thank you for being a friend. Ha <laughs> ha